You're listening to Hey everyone, you're listening to a special bonus episode, I guess, of the Collabcast. It's our episode 192, and my name is Marvin Yue. I'll be your host for this episode, where we talk to the very talented and very young Dallas Liu, who plays Shuji Ishii Peters, the cool older brother on the hit Hulu original comedy series Pen15. Dallas came into our studio last week uh, to chat with us about his role on the show, as well as how he got started with acting and how he balances acting with high school. It's a really great chat, and I definitely did not feel old at all while talking to my fellow young person. It was Dallas's first ever podcast interview, so we're excited to be his first show. And for those of you who haven't heard of the show Pen15 yet, you all should definitely check it out. It's a really hilarious show about what it's like to be in middle school in the year 2000. And a lot of the episode hits really close to home. One of the main characters is mixed race. And there's actually a couple episodes devoted to her struggle and how to fit in as an Asian American in a predominantly um, white school. Uh, but my favorite episode is the one where they sign up for AIM. <laughs> I brought back all the memories. Um, so with that being said, um, here's my interview with Dallas. And we are here with Dallas Liu, who plays Shuji Ishii Peters on the new hit Hulu series, Pen15. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming down to uh, downtown LA in this uncharacteristically rainy weather. Yeah, um, no problem. Um, for our listeners who haven't seen the show yet, can you let us know what the show is about and who you play? Okay. Um, Pen15 is a show about two girls um, going through middle school and their... Uh, going through puberty as well. And um, Aunt Maya and Anna, the stars of the show, they play their 30-year-old selves um, along with 13- and 14-year-old actors um, in a middle school environment. And they're sort of reliving those uh, you know, moments that they had in middle school and bringing them up. And it's really like nostalgic and authentic. And I think it's, just, it's a nice like unfiltered view of how middle school really was. Yeah. And um, I play Shuji. Um, I'm Maya's older brother, and um, although I am always like teasing her and annoying her and things like that, I'm I'm, I'm really protective of her because I do care about her. Yeah, you play mm-hmm. the the cool older brother. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> How does it feel like on set where you're playing the older brother to someone? Well, I do have a younger brother. <laughs> okay, and um, I I kind of played the same role, so it was really easy for me to relate to him. It almost felt like I was playing my younger self, almost <laughs> just because. With my younger brother, I was always hard on him and things like that. But in the end, I would I would stand up for him, yeah, against with the other kids and things like that. Yeah, I thought that was um. So I've I've seen a couple episodes and it hits close home for me because I think in two thousand I'm actually a little bit older than the characters in in the show. Okay, I think I was in high school already. <laughs> All right, but definitely a lot of um. It's 
for me, it's about time that we have teen comedies, like period pieces about when I was a kid, mm-hmm. um, because I think we're done reminiscing about the 80s. Let's, let's get to <laughs> yeah. the 90s and 2000s now. Right, right. So you are what people would call like Gen Z, but you're playing like what basically would be an older millennial right. during this time. Like, right, right. How's that, how does that feel? Did people like explain to you about dial-up and how all that stuff worked? Um. They explained to me, like, the music <laughs> and the style and how people would talk at that time, uh-huh. which is really interesting for me because, like, I would never hear, like, the things that they would say like, right. back then and <laughs> things that they would, like, I would say now. You know, it, the the dialogue is definitely a lot different. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't, I don't think it's changed too much. I mean, teenagers are pretty much the same, you know, being rude and yeah. whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> um, how does it feel to play an older brother to someone who's, like, a lot older than you in real life? <laughs> Honestly, like, before I was filming, I thought it was going to be really awkward. And mm-hmm. I, was, I, was, I was having trouble when I was reading the lines to just imagine myself playing an older brother to someone who's, like, 30 years old. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, when I was on set, Maya was such a great actor, and so was Anna. Like, they both did such a great job that it was really easy for me. Yeah, yeah. They play. Um, they definitely play the role of annoying younger sibling very well. Yeah, yeah. Maya, Maya was hilarious. There's so many takes where I could just like I couldn't stop laughing. Like yeah. we had to do redos a bunch. Right, because you're you're pretty much like the straight person in that in that relationship, right? You're mm-hmm. you're, you're too cool for school. Like, yeah. You don't only really care, but you do. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm older, but I'm an older brother as well. So okay, I get yeah. it. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so how does it feel now that now that the show's out? All the episodes are now out on Hulu, and mm. the reception's been actually pretty good. A lot of people are really into it. A lot mm-hmm. of feels. A lot of like people just um, expressing how important it is to them. Especially you know since we are the collab cast, you know the right. Asian American representation to it. Like I think a lot of people were surprised of some of the topics that you guys um, tackled, especially when it comes to like um, feeling comfortable in your own skin. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I it's just like. I feel like Asians are like you know we're stereotyped for that <laughs> geeky stuff. So it, I think it was, it was it felt good for me to play that role just because um, my Asian friends or the Asian kids that I know, a lot of us aren't like that. We we listen to rap music, we play <laughs> basketball. I mean, we're not super attached to that you know typical like you know um, I'm gonna go study my SATs at home and <laughs> things like that. <laughs> so I think it was refreshing yeah Mm -hmm. um so how did you get involved with the project what drew you to the project to begin with i think it was that older brother um role Mm -hmm. just because like i there was a certain situation um with my brother in elementary school where you know kids were saying racist things like i'm Mm -hmm. allergic to asians and things like that so they're still saying those things i know right (laughs) like man come on like how old are you (laughs) Uh. but um, you know, I had to talk to the kid and, you know, set him straight. But like, I just, I just loved that because I could relate to it like exactly, mm-hmm. completely. And it was just, it was spot on. So I had a great time doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How was that process like um, auditioning for the role? And, and how did you feel when you found out you got it? Well, when I found out I got it, um, I was actually packing up to leave for france the next day oh, wow. so for me it was like a win-win situation you know you go to france <laughs> or you go to film pen 15 yeah. for hulu so i was really excited but um as far as the audition process um i went in for the audition and it felt good i felt like i had a pretty good shot of getting it but um when i went in for the callback i actually got to meet maya and anna and i got to do a little chemistry with them and from that point on i felt like 
okay, I, I think I could take this somewhere. Just because me and uh, Maya like had such good chemistry when we were reading with each other, it just it felt right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations for entering the canon of Asian American families on TV. <laughs> thank you. Thank um, you. We're glad to have another one on there. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, funny because like um, a while ago, I did this Ego commercial and um, I was like the Asian brother, but I was in like a white family. So it was like obvious <laughs> that I was adopted and I just found it like hilarious. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, you know, representation doesn't matter and context does matter too. And, right. you know, you, you put those stories out there and, you know, a lot of people like you know i found myself relating to your character you know mm-hmm. having to stick up for the younger sibling yeah um a lot of my friends are finding themselves in in maya you know even though she's she's pretty much like vanderbeeking right she's playing someone way younger yeah um but mm-hmm. the emotions and the stories are super resonant yeah definitely definitely yeah. <laughs> and i like how pen 15 they made Middle school is real as possible, not like how you'd see it on Disney Channel or Nickelodeon right. where everything, everyone's happy. Like, this is like real bowling. Kids are actually doing these things, you know, these illegal activities, smoking and whatnot. <laughs> and they're racist. It's just like, yeah. it, was, it was nice to see that. Like, yeah, <sighs> I'm in high school right now and it's, it's not too bad. It's not oh, too bad. See, mm-hmm. no, I'm just, I, I just, I'm turning to dust right now before our eyes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... What was really funny for me is like Pen15 was actually a, a joke me and my friends had back in middle school too. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. Did you parse that when you first saw the script or did, did Oh, I found it hilarious. <laughs> I said Pen15, oh my goodness. Yeah. And I was telling my mom about it like <laughs> mom, you get Pen15? She's like, "No." And I'm like, it "Looks like the word, you know." And then she was like, "Oh." And I was like, "Yeah." It, it makes me feel good that kids are still doing the pet 50 club right joke, you know? right yeah i remember like writing it on my wrist and stuff and be like dude i'm part of the game yeah. <laughs> great so you're one of the new generation of up-and-coming actors mm-hmm. uh you've been acting for quite a while right i think yeah about four or five years i believe yeah. i know one of your first roles was um young jin kanzama on a uh, the tekken movie right, right right that was my yeah that was my first like official acting job <laughs> i mean i didn't get any scenes like that were shown mm. but i was in the credits yeah and i did film which was a lot of fun and um at that point, I wasn't like 100% sure that I wanted to do acting, mm-hmm. but um, it was definitely a really cool experience for me. And I kind of had a, I, I'm glad that I got a feel for what it was like because yeah. then later on, then I decided. I mean, you know, that it. was, if anything, experience on set. And I think something that a lot of Asian Americans who are trying to be creative can commiserate with is like, finding out that this is a possibility for someone like you, mm-hmm. right? And once that door is open, then there's a whole new world like yeah i mean i from up till i was when i was like 13 and under all i could really think about was karate because that's <laughs> what i was involved in right i was just like traveling around the u.s doing competitions and things like that but once i saw my friends start getting into it uh, leo howard he was on a disney show mm-hmm. i was like hmm like maybe this could take me in a new direction that like i wasn't really thinking of and i thought that was really cool just because like I would have met this many people, I wouldn't have gotten these great opportunities. I'm just glad that um I took this like leap of faith almost because for in my family it's either you know you either you you don't half ass it basically you either <laughs> give it your all or you don't do it at all yeah so for me i I decided to take that leap of faith, and I'm glad I did that's great, so mm. you film for Tekken right. um take us from there to like where you are now. Because in between, you made that decision, right? That this is something you want to do. Right, right. 
Um, yeah, I, um, up to around 2014, I believe, um, I was heavily, heavily, um, competing in karate. Mm-hmm. It was something that I thought I was going to do for like a long, long time until college. <laughs> and, um, up to that point, I decided to do acting mm-hmm. and I, Honestly, like, I don't want to, like, boast or anything, but I, I found a lot of success, like, not as far as in booking jobs, mm-hmm. but just a lot of people telling me that, like, um, you know, you really have something special. And I think that's what inspired me to you know, keep working at it. I mean, totally boast. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. There's yeah. no room for humility mm-hmm. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I was getting callbacks and things like that and a lot of good compliments from producers and... Um, all the, I wasn't booking jobs, so I was like, you know, mm, I'm not sure if I want to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, my mom was like, we just like had this like long talk in the car, I remember. <laughs> and she was just telling me like about, you know, you just got to keep working at it and determination and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think that's when I knew I decided like, I'm not going to give up. Like, this is it. Like I, I need to, I need <laughs> to put my heart into this. <laughs> But um, because like from that before that point, I was just kind of scared. I wasn't sure like I didn't want to take a leap of faith and then, you know, nothing come out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you're going to get experience. But personally, I'm someone who's very competitive. So I want everything and I want it like as soon as possible. <laughs> right. So I'm going to work as hard as I can. That karate so, competition. Pretty much. Coming yeah, up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And um, yeah, from then on, it's just I've been booking a couple jobs here and there and and I landed this and I'm super grateful. Yeah. So are you going to school while you're acting? I am. I How, am. How's I that balance feeling? <laughs> um, okay. So my sophomore year was hard because I decided to do football too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and I was on varsity. So like, it was like practices, varsity auditions, as a sophomore? and school. Yeah. Are you like a superstar or something? <laughs> I would say I was pretty solid. I mean, I was second team. I wasn't starting, but okay. varsity is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I did enjoy, um, you know, letting go of football. <laughs> the, the, it made a time management a lot easier for mm-hmm. me. And um, as far as school and acting, it's it's not too bad. I mean, I am missing school, but it's easy to make those things up. Yeah. And my school is, you know, willing to work with me and my schedule. So very thankful for that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking about how my parents would feel if I skipped school for stuff oh really they would be happy but uh, your parents are cool with it oh yeah absolutely (laughs) i mean it's for an audition you know i mean they they do let me miss school for auditions Mm -hmm. but they try to make me go to school as much as possible so i don't (laughs) miss it yeah you know which is hard but at the same time it's you know you got to work with both yeah so i guess what's um what's next for you you guys don't know if it's coming back yet right the show not yet not yet I hope so. <laughs> um, but for me, um, I plan on going to junior college just so I can continue acting. I don't have yeah. to, you know, work with the four year um, demands <laughs> and like all that crazy stuff. But um, yeah, I plan on doing JC for two years and then transferring up to a, a, a good private school, hopefully. Okay. So cool. yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to do film in college just because I'm, I've, I kind of already am uh-huh. in this industry. And also from the people that are taking um, film in college, they've told me that they've 
learned more outside mm. and filming with their experience rather than in class. So yeah, what well, what are your mm. goals with your entertainment career? Like, is it acting? Do you want to get into like writing, producing? Yeah, absolutely. I I want to be well rounded mm-hmm. mainly. Um, I want to be the best that I can be in in directing, writing, and um acting. But I think. I think acting is where I'd like to be. Okay. I don't have a, I don't have a problem with directing or writing, but I think that I could do really well in acting. Yeah, and, you know, I'm not saying that I want to be the next Jackie Chan, <laughs> but um, you got those skills. You got those. I do. Skills. I do. And I like to do my own stunts. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I I want to I want to take the Asians to a next level. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want everyone to think like you know we know kung fu and. Or studying for school yeah. or whatever. Well, you're already playing, you know, cool guy. Cool <laughs> yeah, guy in yeah, middle I think school. that I think yeah. that helps. That helps a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then I think like uh, with social media and everything, um, it's really it's really easy to get that out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how is um so? <laughs> this is such an old guy question. <laughs> what um what social media are the young people using? Like what what are you like most um most on these days? Um. I'm curious. I'm doing research. I would I would say Instagram and Snapchat. Right. I, I would say I Snapchat people more than I text them. Oh wow! Unless it's an adult. But um, <laughs> yeah, Instagram and Twitter a lot as well. Right. I personally don't use Twitter, but I know everyone else is on that. Too many people are on there. It's, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, with the ads and everything now, it's yeah, it's, it's a pain. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. Because when I was when I was a kid, it was we all we had was texting. I mean, you had an episode on AIM, and that was. That was my life for all of high school, pretty much. Oh yeah, I didn't know about. Uh, ew. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know about that, and I. I didn't even know what I was like doing on the computer until like I saw it on. Um, oh man! On TV, so it was like it was really funny for me. I'm interested. Like yeah, like what did you learn about you know growing up in the late '90s, 2000s on the show? <laughs> um, I would say, you know, a, a lot more racism, definitely. Mm. Um. I think right now there's not as much of it towards Asians. I mean, I feel like, you know, sometimes we do, we have to just like, you know, step up and like say, this is, we're not like these people, like we're different. We're like you, you know, (laughs) but, um, (sighs) trying to think (laughs) anything that you read in a script and you had to ask, like, what is this? Um, Let's see. Well, that uh, AOL Messenger. Yeah. Um, they shut that down, I think, a couple of years ago. We had, like, a memorial for it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know what a lot of the uh, rap groups that they were, that I was wearing. Oh, really? Like, I knew what Wu-Tang was, but uh-huh. I didn't know some of the others, like DMX and things like that. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Um, I like the style from the 2000s that they're bringing out, like that were, they were making us wear for our wardrobe was pretty cool. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, pr- yeah. I like the baggy jeans, the baggy shirt. <laughs> I thought I was thinking of bringing that back, you know, we should. Yeah. These jeans are too tight these days. Honestly, yeah. I don't even wear skinny <laughs> jeans anymore. I got thick thighs and calves. <laughs> I can't be wearing that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just so fascinating that, um, 
like because people don't realize that millennials people always complain about them being young people and whatever mm-hmm. but we're like in our 30s now like we're we're yeah adults and, you know <laughs> right. and it's, it's pretty crazy that the next generation is already coming of age and, mm-hmm. and it's it's cool to see um it's cool to see that depicted on screen yeah definitely <laughs> yeah i mean it's 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 scary to you know look back at pictures and look how I dressed and how I talked and what I wore and things like that. Yeah. So it, it's a big change, but I'm, I'm proud of it for yeah. sure. Well, I want to congratulate you on all the success of Pen15. Thank you so um, much. Thank you for being a part of it, you know, being mm-hmm. part, again, like adding another family into the, the canon of right. Asian American families on TV. Mm-hmm. Thank you for just having a show that reflects my childhood or my, my yeah, you know, absolutely. awkward teen years is amazing mm-hmm. no to problem. have and super excited. And um, yeah, excited for all your future endeavors. Yeah, you're you're a young dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of great things to come. Right. Um, thank you so much. Uh, if people want to follow you on Snapchat, Instagram, or okay, or um, Twitter, yeah, my Instagram handle is a uh, Dallas underscore Lou L I U, <laughs> and then my um, Snapchat is Dallas Lou eight two one. Awesome. Yeah. We've been talking to Dallas Liu, uh, who plays Shuji Ishi Peters on the hit show Pen15. Dallas, thanks so much for coming by. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right. All right. Thanks. And that was our interview with Dallas Liu, uh, who plays Shuji Ishi Peters on the hit show Pen15. <laughs> when he mentioned that he had never used AIM ever, I almost cried. <laughs> but hope you enjoyed our interview. And that'll do it for this episode of The Clopcast. Thank you so much for joining in. Like I mentioned before, we are going through a rebranding process with this podcast. So you might be seeing some changes to your podcast feed in the near future. But don't worry, The Clopcast is not going anywhere. We'll be entertaining you on this podcast feed for the foreseeable future. So thanks for listening. If this is your first time listening to The Clopcast, please subscribe to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to your podcast. The Collabcast is a program of collaboration. We are a nonprofit organization that supports Asian Americans in arts and entertainment, discovering, elevating, showcasing, and connecting the creative talents of our Asian American community. You can learn more about all of our programs by going to our website at collaboration.org. That's collaboration with a K. And for those of you in LA, or for those of you who are free to travel to LA in March, we are proud to announce the return of our Empower Creative Leadership Conference. Um, this year, it's going to be a two-day conference taking place at the Japanese American National Museum in Little Tokyo, downtown LA. It'll be two days full of great panels, workshops, and mentorship sessions featuring a lot of great speakers, such as Lulu Wong, the director of The Farewell, Leland Balden from Andy Mack, our friend Sherry Kola from Good Trouble, Kai Wu, uh, the executive producer behind the upcoming Netflix series The Ghost Bride, and more. Uh, you can get your tickets now by going to empower.collaboration.org. And just for you Collabcast listeners, if you put in the special code COLLABCAST with all caps, um, you'll get a special listener discount, which will give you our best rate available. Again, you can learn more about our conference and also register by going to the website empower.collaboration.org. Want to also quickly thank the Potluck Podcast Collective for letting us be a part of their group. You can learn more about our shows by going to the website podcastpotluck.com. And finally, one last thank you to Visual Communications, who provided the space for us to record this podcast at the Potluck Podcast Studios, located within the Visual Communications office. Visual Communications, of course, is the amazing organization behind the Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival, which is coming up soon in May. Uh, so check it out. Learn more about VC and their programs by going to the website at vcmedia.org. Thank you to the playwrights for use of their song, Dear Dancer, uh, for this week's intro and outro. And that's it. Uh, We'll see you next time on the Collabcast. Bye, everyone. Come dance with me. Come dance with me. Come dance with me. Come dance with me. Come dance with me.
Hey, I'm Phil Yu, and you may know me from a blog called Angry Asian Man. And I'm Jeff Yang, author, journalist, and celebrity dad. We host a podcast called They Call Us Bruce, an unfiltered conversation about what's happening in Asian America. Each week or so, we host a discussion about some of the most vital and interesting topics in our pop culture and our community, bringing in guests who are shaping and informing this thing called Asian America from Hollywood to D.C. and beyond. Uh, we've got media, entertainment, food, family, politics, representation, the good, the bad, the WTF of it all. So check us out wherever you get your podcasts or at theycallsbruce.com. Peace. Peace.